0: News today, oh
1: boy. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from Nicole Sandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network.
2: In case you hadn't noticed, the president is in a foul mood. The Washington Post reports that Trump got testy when answering questions from the press on his way to Marine One on Friday morning when he snapped at cnn correspondent Abby Phillips. That's up to him. you want him to rein in Robert
1: What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. But I watch you a lot. You ask a lot of stupid questions.
2: Later, aboard Air Force One, on his way to Paris, Trump got a call from the British Prime Minister to congratulate him on the midterms when he berated her for not doing enough to contain Iran, questioned her over Brexit plans, and complained about what he calls unfair trade deals. The Post says that call set the tone for five days of fury. Reporter Philip Brucker of The Washington Post has more.
0: He is feeling cornered, and he's feeling under siege, and he's lashing out at the people around Around him, who are the staff? Uh, but he's also thinking about huge shakeups to the staff. We're talking a lot about Mira Ricardell, uh, but he's also on the verge of firing his Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen. Mm. He told aides during that, um, you know, very uh, tumultuous trip to Paris that he had actually decided to make a move on Nielsen. That he decided to fire her. She remains in her job as of this morning, but could be gone any day now. Uh, he's, you know, obviously looking at at replacing john kelly with nick Ayers, interestingly on the flight back from paris to washington on air force one a, a number of uh, white house aides went into the president's private cabin to lobby him against hiring nick Ayers as the chief of staff i mean it's just so much uh, turmoil inside the administration at this moment uh, and it's a period when i think trump is trying to get control of his own operation in part because he's losing control of other aspects of the government he's yeah. He no longer is going to be able to control the Congress because uh, the House of Representatives is going to be in Democratic hands coming after him.
2: Rucker mentioned Mira Ricardel. She's the deputy national security advisor, but if Melania Trump has her way, she won't be for long. CNN has more.
1: The statement from Mrs. Trump's office said it's the position of the office of the first lady that she, Ricardel, no longer deserves the honor of serving in this White House. So a very specific statement. Uh, a White House official does tell me on background that during the trip to Africa earlier this month, uh, the First Lady's office, some staff members and Ricardel sort of butted heads. Uh, They found that Ricardel was being a bit obstinate uh, in her, some of her behavior to some of the requests that the First Lady's office was making. Uh, the source also says that there was perhaps some retaliation or attempt to retaliate on Ricardell's part by leaking certain things or attempts to do so. Again, this is um, from a source inside the White House and it's an unfolding story, but certainly a very unusual, very strong statement from the First Lady and her office actually saying this person doesn't deserve to be on staff at the White House. You know, Melania Trump, as we both know, is not someone who's effusive in her statements. She's typically stayed out of staffing decisions. Uh, The East Wing operates very independently from the West Wing, this being someone, uh, you know, that doesn't necessarily operate quite a bit within Mrs. Trump's circle. So Hmm. this is a very unusual uh, move, certainly. And It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Of course, Ricardo, we just saw her with the president in the same room at the Diwali ceremony, so she's clearly still at the White House today.
2: The most diverse Congress in history has descended on the Capitol, with newly elected lawmakers arriving in Washington to meet their future colleagues and get acclimated to their new environment. Next year's Congress will include a record number of women, while the incoming freshman class will also boast a number of firsts, the first two Native American women, the first Somali American lawmaker, the first two Muslim women, the first Palestinian American woman. You get the idea. Democrats in control of the House have already announced their first act of 2019 will be to pass legislation expanding voting rights. Now, key members of the party say they'll investigate voter suppression in the 2018 midterms. At least 48 people have died in Northern California's Camp Fire, as emergency responders continue finding bodies five days into the ongoing blaze. Two have died in the Woolsey Fire in Southern California. In the past week, more area than Chicago and Boston combined has burned. As vote counting continues in Florida and Georgia, a few more tight races in California have been decided. First-time candidate Josh Harder defeated four-term Republican Representative Jeff Denham in California's 10th district in the Farm Belt. Democrats gained ground in two undecided House races in Orange County, raising the possibility of a Democratic sweep of four closely contested congressional races in the one-time Republican stronghold. In the 45th District in Orange County, Democrat Katie Porter jumped into a 261-vote lead over Republican Mimi Walters. And in the 39th District, also in Orange County, Democrat Gil Cisneros tightened the gap with Republican Young Kim. Earlier, Democrats claimed the seats of Republican Representatives Dana Rohrbacker in the 48th District and retiring Daryl Issa in the 49th. I got the- and that's a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener funded and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com slash donate.